0: Welcome to Career Growth Made Easy with Craig Ansell. I'm your host. What's in your junk drawer? Today's podcast title poses a question, but there's a double meaning. Stick around to find out what that is. The late George Carlin, a comedian, once had a skit and he called it a place for my stuff. Our collection of stuff starts out as early as when we're babies with a crib or a cradle. Maybe we have a small dresser nearby for our one-piece outfits. I think they call, used to call them onesies, if I remember correctly. And, you know, our crib or cradle might be in our parents' room for quick access, right? But as we get older, we get our own bedroom, maybe even our own dresser, and a closet. We start to fill it up with clothes and other things. Then, as we move out, maybe go to college... We might share an apartment or get a dorm room. Just like before, you have your own bedroom. Now, the additional common areas, like a living room and kitchen. More room for stuff. Fast forward a little bit. You might rent or buy a house. Now, you've got to deal with multiple rooms. You might have access to a garage, maybe even an attic, maybe even an external storage shed. Our capacity for stuff keeps getting greater and greater. Sometimes stuff doesn't get put away, though. Maybe it's not really ready for the junk drawer yet. It just needs to sit out on the counter for a little bit or maybe on our dresser for a while. Some time passes, and some of those materials might eventually end up in a junk drawer. Once the junk drawer fills up, you might move some materials into your garage, maybe box some stuff up, put it in the attic, or... Carried out to a shed if you have it. Now, you've made room for more stuff. More room on the counter and more room on the junk drawer. Your conveyor belt of stuff keeps moving. Eventually, though, there's nowhere else to go. You've reached the final stage. You can recycle your stuff, donate it, trash it, or one person's trash is another person's treasure. You could try and sell it. But what makes us hold on to stuff so long? And why do some of us have so much stuff? Maybe we need help separating ourselves from our stuff. Enter organizational shows like this one from Marie Kondo. I call her a professional declutterer. While she has a couple steps to helping you declutter and organize your home or perhaps your apartment, her entire process focuses around one question, at least the way I see it, and it is does it spark joy what she means is does the item you're holding or looking at does it spark joy if not that item is set to move on i told you at the beginning there was a double meaning to this podcast episode title and the second meaning is your mental junk drawer whether we realize it or not we're affected by many things in our lives in a very similar way there's a lot of junk and i'm using that word loosely in our minds Okay, it's not really junk, but more like unfinished stuff. Unfinished business, tasks, activities, events to remember. If we're going to get more efficient in our lives, both personally and professionally, we need to clean out and clear up our minds. Otherwise, our mental conveyor belt of stuff just keeps on moving. To prove this to you, let's say you're driving and your vehicle starts to get low on gas. You might pass a gas station or two and think, or say even, I'll get to that later. Guess what? That's unfinished business and it goes in your mental junk drawer. Maybe your vehicle has a warning light on, such as a check engine or service engine soon light. Did you ever think, Oh, I'll get to that later, or maybe this weekend or on my day off? How about for those of you in an office environment? We might have two phones one at the office on the desk and one cell phone they both have voicemail then there's texts email desk post notes sticky notes dry erase boards pin up boards all this for to-do lists reminders on meetings project due dates report deadlines etc if we allow it all these things can really become overwhelming even overloading our mental junk drawer so let's see if any of this stuff is affecting you right now. Let's do a small self-assessment. When you woke up today, what's the first thing that popped into your mind? What's the first thing you thought of? If even one of those ideas was unfinished tasks or unfinished business, you have junk floating around. And if you had multiple thoughts or activities in your head, it can become overwhelming In some cases, you could even feel defeated before you start your day because you might feel like it's just too much to accomplish. Have you ever been there? I have. On a personal note, this happened to me back when I had my unexpected job loss. I woke up most days with thoughts such as I have so much to do, so many job applications to file, to check email for job responses. Then there's the unpaid bills. I need to organize those daily so I know what's the most important one to pay when I finally do get a job and a paycheck. If you didn't wake up that way, great for you. Maybe it happens later, like you might need a cup of coffee or to finish breakfast first, and that gets you kick-started. Did your mental to-do list start as you traveled to work or school? Maybe you heard or saw something that triggered a memory of unfinished business. That goes in your junk drawer too now. Let's switch gears to bedtime. Ever had a hard time falling asleep because you're thinking about the tasks or activities that you still need to perform tomorrow? Me too. Now, I want to warn you, if you and I don't do something about this, maybe change our approach to things, that day called tomorrow will never come. What do I mean about that? Well, do you remember the old phrase, I'll get to it tomorrow? Potentially, we will do some of the open tasks, chores, or activities tomorrow and get it off our mental to-do list. Heck, we might even finish all of them. Success, right? Not exactly, because some other type of chore, task, activity is going to crop up and repopulate our list. We'll likely fill up our mental junk drawer again. We joked about the mental conveyor belt of stuff, Unless we make a change, this process will likely continue. If you're thinking, hey, I got this far in life, why should I change? Well, maybe you didn't realize it, but this mental junk drawer does affect you. Have you ever had a tough time falling asleep, or you wake up with hundreds or even thousands of thoughts racing through your head? This could be because your mental junk drawer conveyor belt was still running. The human brain doesn't like unfinished business. It's kind of like a record with a scratch or a skip. I know I'm dating myself here, but I have an excuse because some of my mementos from my parents are a few older records. If a record had a scratch or a skip, it would play a short length of audio, it would hit the scratch and skip back, kind of like a three-second rewind, and then it would play the same thing again and again. The point is, our brains can be thought of as playing multiple skips. I need to go get gas. I'll take the car to the shop tomorrow. I'll get that uh, roof repaired tomorrow. I'll write my report later. And these things keep going on and on. In episode three, we talked about being overloaded and focused on email and text communication with ways to become more efficient and more effective. This episode deals with stuff, but like I called it, junk, junk in our minds. Our goal this episode is to clean out and clear up Whatever mental junk is in our drawer, we're going to move most of our mental to-do list items out of our minds and into a trusted place. It will take some time and practice to get into new habits, but once you do, you should start to feel, well, a sense of relief, a release of pressure, even maybe a boost in your confidence. What's happening in your brain's background is that you're giving your mental conveyor belt time to rest. To move our stuff out of our minds, we need to trust the storage system that we're going to use. Now, that sounds funny, but it could be something as simple as a dedicated paper notebook. It could be an action item log, maybe even a spreadsheet, or a task list. You might carry that on your cell phone or on your computer. I would keep work and home separate, though. And it doesn't matter what technique you use as long as you follow through and continue to use that storage system. Your mental junk drawer should start to empty itself on a regular basis. The biggest relief I felt and benefits I have seen come from performing the transfer of the mental junk drawer items into storage at the end of a workday, especially before your weekend starts. Years ago, I started with just a regular notepad, and I put the day's date on it, titled it To-Do List, and then wrote down all my work-related open actions. It was important for me that I kept that notepad with me at all times. You never know when an idea might pop into your head. Remember, change takes time, and it's natural for our bodies to resist. You can start out small and slow with this process, But the key is to use a trusted storage system for work and for home or personal. If you place your mental stuff on one form of storage, a paper notebook for example, and the next day you can't find it, your brain won't trust your process and it could negatively react, possibly releasing the stress hormone cortisol. Cortisol is what triggers our fight or flight response and puts you into survival mode. Therefore, It's really important to take this organizational change seriously and to choose storage systems that you are familiar with, trust, and can easily access on a regular basis. It's okay to take paper notes throughout your day and then at the end of the day, move them to a computer-based system, your cell phone, computer spreadsheet, what have you. Just realize you're doing the work twice, so it's not that efficient, But this can be a really good practice to get started and then transfer over to a single storage system so you're not repeating yourself each day. I hope that this discussion on junk drawers got you thinking, even if a little. Maybe you'll clean up your physical junk drawer today and slowly start working on unclogging your mental junk drawer too. Hopefully, you can eventually slow down or even stop your junk drawer conveyor belt in your head and get some good rest. Now, let me clarify a point about your storage system for work. When you're just starting out, you might have what seems like random thoughts of work tasks and unfinished business popping up into your head. They might even happen when you're off the clock on personal time. If that's the case, I figure it would be helpful to have your work storage system handy, whether it's your cell phone to log the notes, a computer, or paper notepad. The important thing here is to properly and promptly transfer the thoughts out of your mental junk drawer and onto your trusted storage system. When you do it, this should provide some feeling of relief as you clean out your mental junk drawer. Finally, if you already have a system that works, you don't have to use this one. These are just some ideas that I've learned and implemented over my time working on career growth and I hope that maybe sharing them with you helps out in some small way. We would love to hear from you at info at if you found this information helpful or if you have suggestions. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Check out the show notes at craigansell.com because sometimes when a show has freebies in it, we'll have the link there for your download. Our goal is to help as many people as possible, regardless of where you are in your job or career growth journey. If there's something particular you'd like to hear in a future episode, email us at info at craigansell.com, and if there's enough interest, we'll put it together for a show in the future. Our website is craigansell.com, that's C-R-A-I-G-A-N-C-E-L.com, and this podcast is Career growth made easy. Please share this information with a family member, friend, co-worker, maybe school or church member. You never know what struggles they are going through, and a little bit of fun, inspiration, and information could go a long way in lifting them up and building a strong path for their career growth. This has been Craig Ansell reminding you. We help turn problems into potential and issues into opportunities. We'll see you next time. Blessings.